Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. Father, I bless my brothers and sisters. Bless their spirit as they listen to your word as they listen to your voice, pray, Father, that you pour out your blessing and the presence of Christ upon their souls. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. When you hear the gospel, especially this part of the gospel today, it's very demanding, isn't it? Like anyone who loves someone more than Jesus is not worthy of him. The Lord is very demanding. The Lord is very, very sure of himself that he is more precious and more valuable and more worthy of anyone else in this world. Who can do that? Who can achieve that? Why would you do that? Why are you here, actually? (laughs) Why are you giving up an hour of your Sunday's best and here looking for Jesus, wanting Jesus? My proposal for you this morning, please listen to this as someone who is a brother in the Lord. And whatever I speak to you, I've experienced it in my life, although I cannot give you much details for most of them. But I want you to hear this message as someone who is on a journey, who have experienced darkness and being transported, transformed, transposed by Jesus to something beautiful, a marvelous light. I'm still on a journey. I have have not... uh, really reach the fullness of it yet, but what I'm experiencing here in this world, in my life with Jesus, is far, far much better than what I gave up in the past. And if you haven't had a chance to really experience Jesus alive and risen for you, uh, I invite you, you know, just open your hearts, just be willing, even an inch, just give Jesus a chance today. When we want to choose something beautiful, free, or great, you have to invest something as well. It will cost you. If you want to have a good relationship with someone, you have to invest your time, your resources, your heart, even your bodies. to show and to give evidence that you really love someone, that they are worth your attention, your love, your care. But when you see someone who is beautiful, someone who is precious, someone who is worth living for and worth dying for, you will like to give everything and everything and all of you. You see, when we read the gospel, it can be very demanding. It's like, more well, the Lord is asking so much of me. If you give, begin to that point, what will it cost you? 
then you will lose heart. If you just so focus on what you're giving up, then you will lose heart. It's actually better to start with what are you actually gaining when you accept God in your life, when you actually give Jesus a chance to enter into a relationship with you. That's how I began. I dismissed the Lord. I dismissed the notion of church, the concept of the moral life that is offered and taught by the church because I said it's too demanding. And it seems like my life will be diminished if you actually gave God a chance. Whenever I look at the people going to Mass when I was a teenager and also in my university, they look very sad and grumpy as if life were sucked out from them. I don't want to be part of a church like that, of an organization like that. And then one person, just one person, at the right time, at the right moment, I was on my third year in university, I was doing engineering, and he said to me, hey Alex, I want to invite you to a camp. And it's a lot of food, you know. <laughs> so I was already sold, you know. And you will meet some young people who actually, um, you know, have a good friendship with them. They're from different universities, and most of them are engineering students like you. So that's very appealing. You know, I can build connection. I was thinking very practically, what would I gain? What can I have? And then. Uh, on the night of the camp, you know, the one who invited me paid for, for my camp. You no, know, I didn't, I grew up as a poor person, so he paid for my camp. And surely there was plenty of food, good friends uh, are beginning to develop. But at one point in the camp, in the evening, you know, I was very calculating. You know? But in the evening, there's one the one who invited me was actually the preacher of the camp. And this is his message, very simple. You have one life to live. You have one heart to give. If you're looking for someone to give your life to, if you're looking for someone who can transform your life something more beautiful than what you have now, if you want to experience freedom, Give it to Jesus. Give it to someone who gave his life for you first. Give it to someone who can give you freedom, who can transform your small life into something great and beautiful. That was very, very appealing. But my calculating mind said, so what? Because, yes, I kind of heard of Jesus as someone who is great in the past. Someone that I read in the Bible, someone in the history book. But I feel disconnected. I feel that he is irrelevant in my life. And then the preacher said that, you know, the Lord is here if you want to receive those blessings, those gifts. 
He said, Jesus is not someone who just lives in the past. Jesus is not meant to be some kind of person that we recall from the past or read in history books. You don't have to treat him as someone who is from a distance or a great guy who is disconnected and detached from your life. And I felt that message was just for me. The same thinking, the same thoughts that was running into my mind, the speaker spoke. If you're looking for someone to give your life to, give Jesus a chance. He is alive and here present for you. He wants to be involved with you. He wants to be involved in your life. And I've realized this, no? that no matter how much we read Jesus in the Bible or the books or listen to this homily, unless you actually give him a chance, that you welcome him in your heart as a living person here and now who wants to be involved in your life, then you cannot progress in your spiritual journey. You cannot go deeper with God. Because as the Bible says, and Jesus says this, I am the way to the Father. No one can come to the Father except through me. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And it's so beautiful because I've heard this message and I want this to offer to, I want to offer this to you. That was 1997, 23 years ago. And this is the message. Jesus wants to be involved in your life now, here in your present life now, so that when your future life, your life here on earth ends, you can be involved in his life for eternity. And I've realized the error in my thinking and how I approach Jesus. I was just thinking, what can I get here and now? What can I consume here and now? I was not thinking of something beyond death. I wasn't thinking of eternity. So if you don't believe in eternity, this message is not for you because it won't appeal to you. But if you believe in heaven, if you believe in hell, if you believe in life with God eternal, then be involved with Jesus now. Because at the end of your life here, he's the only one that can bring us to eternal life. If you believe that life eternal is worth living for, that is better and more beautiful, then you can begin now. That's what the message is for you. You see, the Lord offers you rest for your soul now. Rest for your mind now. Rest for your hearts now. Especially in the situation we're experiencing so much isolation, 
So much of the things that we do normally is not available for us. The meaning of society, the meaning of our life, the, the structures of our life has been changed. Many people are experiencing discouragement. And the Lord wants to be with you now. The Lord wants to be involved with you. He is very much interested with you in all the dimensions of your life, not just spiritual life. The Lord wants to journey with you now through the highways and the byways of your life. May it be a smooth road, a rough road, or sometimes you can be off-roads. Your jobs, your studies, your finances, your friendships, your strengths, your weaknesses. He even wants to be there with you in your most greatest pain, your deepest emotional struggles, even the moments of shame and guilt, despair, loneliness, even darkness. It's so important that you just don't connect Jesus with something for your soul. He wants to be involved in the every aspect of your life. The Lord wants to be the savior of your soul now, the medicine of your heart now, the refresher of your mind now, the healer of your memories, the restorer of your bodies. He is Jesus who embraced pain, suffering, death, and transformed it on the cross. And when he rose again, there is new life available for us. We can begin again. We can experience fullness of life with God again. But all these gifts, all these beautiful gifts that the Lord can do for us is nothing compared to what he offers the most for you. He wants to love you with his all now. He wants you to receive his presence now. Pope Francis, uh, when he wrote Evangelii Gaudium, The Joy of the Gospel, he says this, and I paraphrase it. I invite all of you at this very moment to a renewed encounter with Jesus Christ, or at least to letting him encounter you. I ask all of you to do this unfailingly each day a renewed personal encounter with Christ. Now, if you were like me, who are very calculating at the time, my heart was melted. I surrendered my mind, all my potential embarrassment, all my calculated gains. I surrendered them to Jesus. And I opened my heart to the mercy, the compassion, the gentleness, the beauty of Jesus. Pope Benedict, I really like his writings, and this is one of the best that I've heard from his messages. And please receive this 
as someone who have experienced beauty, greatness, and freedom. I'm very, very much happy with my life now than when I was in that camp. And this is Pope Benedict for you, giving this for you. Are we not perhaps all afraid in some way if we let Christ enter fully into our lives, if we open ourselves totally for him, are we not afraid that he might take away something from us? Are we not perhaps afraid to give up something significant, something unique, something that makes life so beautiful? When we accept Jesus, do we not then risk ending up diminished and deprived of our freedom? He's presenting all the thoughts that you can probably think of. And this is his answer to his questions. No, if we let Christ into our lives, we lose nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing of what makes life free, beautiful, and great. No, only in this friendship are the doors of life open wide. Only in this friendship is the great potential of human existence truly revealed. Only in this friendship do we experience beauty and liberation. And so today, with great strength and great conviction, on the basis of long personal experience of life, I say to you, dear people, do not be afraid of Christ. He takes nothing away and he gives you everything. When we give ourselves to Jesus, we receive a hundredfold in return. Yes, open, open wide the doors of your hearts to Christ and you will find true life. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.